Hey Connected Adventist family, we are back for, wow, I just realized, it's, yes, it's the first um, episode of the year, I forgot to mute my intro music, um, so happy new year, happy 2022, um, I hope that this year is a fabulous year for you, if last year wasn't, I pray and hope that this year is. And if last year was fabulous, may God's like abundant blessings be with you um, in this new coming year. I pray that the lessons that you learned in 2021 um, can be with you in this new year and that you can add to those lessons, that your character and your faith and everything may be strengthened. Um, I'm really dodgy with like remembering things like events and stuff. So I don't even know. Did, I hope I I hope I wish you a happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, Christmas blessings. Last episode, but um, yeah, it's kind of exciting to start a new year. Twenty twenty two is going to be an epic year. Honestly, I am so excited for what this year has to bring. At the same time, there is definitely a degree of fear. Um, I think just at the uncertainty of what this year will bring. In the positive and the negative, um, there are definitely many challenges that we as a family and that I myself will be facing this year with our move interstate and a lot of the things that come attached with such a significant change. So I'm I'm kind of worried. Uh, there's a little bit of me that randomly will think about the things that are negative about our move. Um, and every now and then, yeah, my stomach kind of turns a little bit and, and I start getting a little worried, but God trumps that with the things that I'm excited about for this coming year. Um, this move definitely comes with a lot of positives. It comes with just so many like things that we're just looking forward to a new school, um, a new church, um, being closer to our family although if we end up on New South Wales it might be kind of complicated um going to visit family but it doesn't matter um we're going to be closer so at the moment we're about four and a half hours from our family so we're further up north so if we move even if we go just over the New South Wales border we're going to be like two and a half maybe three hours at the most um from our family so that's kind of exciting um, but yeah, definitely the school and the church at the moment is what we're most excited about. Cause I do believe that honestly, given school schedules and given, um, just we're pretty involved in our church and stuff. I don't see us traveling that often to see family anyway. Um, even though we'll be closer, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to, um, what God has in store for this year. There is definitely some stuff that is happening too in terms of ministry, um, so yeah, however God leads us and whatever direction we end up heading, uh, with regards to ministry is looking quite exciting, but, um, yeah. And then back to, you know, well, I'm continuing with my studies. So that's always exciting. It's definitely something that gives me a ton of fulfillment at this point in my life. I must say, I am getting a little worried about our accommodation. Uh, so at the moment we just cannot get, um, a rental property to rent, we definitely can't afford to buy a house down there. Uh, so that's, so we're going to be renting. And at this stage, we're going to be in a caravan. So 
Unfortunately, we haven't been able to secure a place before we move, which means at this point, um, we're going to be in a caravan for a little while. So Stevie woke up one morning. He's like, babe, we're going to be in the caravan for six months. So I was prepping for three months because we've done three months in a caravan before and it was doable. So at this point, I seem to be we seem to be prepping for six to 12 months, which is okay. Um, we are in such a, I was just messaging a friend of mine tonight and, you know, it's easy to look at the cup as being half empty, but God has really just been opening my eyes to seeing the cup half full. We have a caravan that we can go and stay in. Um, by God's grace, uh, we're in a position too where we are able to get uh, the caravan modified. And so we're getting a friend of ours who's a craftsman, um, definitely a gentleman who's very talented um, with woodworking and cabinetry and all those sort of things. So I've designed our caravan, the spaces that we have left that aren't obviously a kitchen and our bed. I've designed them and drafted them up and he's just putting it all together and, and making my vision a reality. Um, so I'm so thankful for that opportunity. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of things that we're just like thanking God in amongst all the worry and the stress. There's a lot of things that we're just like sitting back and we're just being so thankful about. Um, so yeah, I just want to thank everyone. I know there is a lot of people that are praying for us. Um, some are praying that we don't leave. <laughs> So there seems to be a lot that are praying that we don't leave, um, but there's also a lot of people that are praying uh, for God's will to be done and just for us to have the clarity of where God would want us. So thank you to everyone that has us in their prayers and in their thoughts. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. And we know that it has, yeah, it definitely, um, God hears your prayers um, and your desire for um, us to also know exactly what we're to be doing and, and where God would want us as, us to be as a family. So thank you for that. It means, it means a ton, a ton to us. Um, so this episode, um, I was going to discuss something else. And just this afternoon, so we went to um, these, they're like rock pools. So near, not really near our area. It actually, it's, it's like, an hour and a half from here. It's called Waterfall Creek, Creek River Rocks. Um, and it's just these whole bunch of just rock pools. And it was just a lovely, lovely day. We went there with some friends. Um, we also went with one of the visitors from our church. And so we just had a really awesome day together. It was really sweet. And then um, their daughters came and spent the rest of the afternoon with us. So in case we hadn't spent enough time together, they came and spent time here. And at some point, um, the girls, my girls, when they were trying to convince us parents to let their kids come over to our place for a few more hours, um, they, their biggest, um, pitch for us to let them spend the rest of the afternoon together. I mean, and we got home, I mean, we got to back to Jinjin, it would have been like three and the girls still wanted to hang out some more. So anyway, their pitch for us was we want to design our home. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. I, I just, it doesn't really bother me. I'm always happy to have kids um, at my place. Um, so I'm like, look, it doesn't bother me. You know, as long as the girls can convince their parents, you know, we're happy to have them and whatever. Anyway, so they, they did. So they ended up coming over. 
But anyway, they, they all ran as soon as we got here. So they came in my car. As soon as they got here, they all ran into Naomi's bedroom and they started drawing. Um, so they started drawing their house plans and in amongst these house plans. So they've decided the four of them are going to live together and each one is going to have their own house that is going to be attached with this. This is the, this is what the girls explained to me once they'd finished drawing it all up. Their houses are going to be attached with glass, like, um, walkways. So like tunnels, well, not really tunnels. It's, it's walkways, but they're, it's, it's all going to be glass. Um, cause they're like, oh, you know, we don't want it to look like, you know, it's just like a roof area that's connecting all the houses together. They're like, no, we want it to be like decorative. And so we want it to all be glass. And they're explaining to, to me that there's, there's a common area. And in the common area they have, it's two stories. Uh, the bottom level is where their offices are going to be. So they're all going to work together and they had all planned all these great ideas of what they're going to do for, for work. They're going to have a gym, a library, then they're going to have the common areas on the second level, which is where all the visitors come. So all the visitors come there, the entry goes straight to the second level. And in there you have like this massive um, common areas, like a massive kitchen, a huge dining room, a big living room and an area for like games, um, board games and stuff like that. So as the girls are telling me all of this, the adult in me just wanted to have a moment with them and say to them, this is a great idea, but you know, remember, like, this looks like a very expensive house, you know, you got to make sure that you study hard and work hard so that you can afford this and you got to save your money so you can buy a house. And then, you know, the adult me is like, but girls, you know, you never know where you're going to be when you guys are adults. Like, you might be in another country, um, you know, a lot of things can change between now. There was this like impulsive need to just like give the girls a reality check. Like, hey, that's a great idea that you guys want to do all these things, but let's be realistic. Like I felt like I joke because anyway, I joke that there's, there's certain people that I know who just always like are a cloud over anything positive. Like they just bring doom and gloom. And in that moment, as the girls are explaining their plan to me, I felt like this, it wasn't that I wanted to like be a cloud over like the excitement that they were experiencing, but I also at the same one time wanted to be very realistic. Um, not to tell them that, oh, you're not going to be friends when you're adults, not to tell them, hey, you know, honestly, like my first instinct was like, Jesus may have come by then. But anyway, I, I didn't want to throw that one out. But anyway, um, I just wanted them to be realistic, like just to have a good idea of, hey, yeah, that's great that you guys want to live together. But also just remember things can change and it's okay if things change. Like that was the way I was going to present it um, and just be like, oh, well, you know, for such a big house, you know, that means a lot of work. And so you're going to make sure that, you know, you you invest now in what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. And you show discipline and that you're committed and um, that you don't give up and that you learn from like I wanted to make it like a teaching moment. But deep down inside, as I'm like trying to hold back, like I just remember I'm like, mm, I'm like, I felt like I just needed to put my hand over my mouth just to stop me from the reality check that I wanted to share with the girls. There was a part of me that I was like, I just want to be happy for them. Like I was just sincerely so happy for them. 
one that they had such good friends that they're just like so excited like they were just they ran out of the car when we got here because they just wanted to put all their ideas onto paper and they just wanted to work together and work out how they could do what they wanted to do there was a part of me that was so excited for them to have friends because they don't have like a lot of friends in Jinjin. They have all their friends in Bundy and, and through school and whatever. But um, to have friends in Jinjin and friends that we've literally seen like <laughs> the past four days. Um, it, it was it was just one of those moments where I was like so happy for them. So at one point, I remember just saying to them, I'm like, you know what? That is such a cool house plan. I love that the way that you've put this here and put that there. And, and it's so smart of you to include like a gym near your office. I decided I'm like, no, let me not try and be realistic about what the girl's dream is right now. Let me just be encouraging. Let me be part of this joyful moment for them. And let me not crush their dreams with stuff that, you know, is probably very realistic. It's it's very true that now that we're moving away, things can change, um, all those kind of stuff. But as I just was like, I love your house plan. And then I even said to them, I'm like, you know what? I like this plan so much that if God allowed us to get a block of land, like this is exactly how I would want us to live. I would want us to have the closest people next, like living with us. We've always talked like when we've had discussions at home, we've always talked about this idea of having common areas, like a common kitchen where we all come and dine together and, and a common lounge room where we all can all do worship together. There was, there was a part of me that I was like, wow, I actually really love this dream that you have. It's actually a little bit of my own dream. And as I've reflected that on this, like on that particular whole little situation this afternoon, as I've really been thinking about everything that's going on with us, with our move into state and all the uncertainty and all the things I worry about, all the things my husband worries about, there was a part of me that felt like, you know what? Let me just learn from my kids. Let me learn from this childlike faith where they don't worry about the reality of the situation. They don't, I think as adults, we're very quick to put that cloud over the sunshine or we're very good at understanding and evaluating and assessing the reality of the situation of understanding the fact that you know what this this isn't going to work or um, this isn't looking as hopeful as what we would have liked I think as adults we're very quick to definitely not be optimistic if anything we're pessimistic we're just like let's be critical um, let's pull down that idea because it, it is too much. And so as I thought about the girls and their dream and how they're just living this dream right now and, and that that's what's bringing them joy and happiness and so much excitement, I'm like, God, like, please let me be like that about this, this, this particular stage in my life where there are so many things that I worry about. There are so many things that honestly, like, if I think about it, like there is clouds. There are a lot of clouds in the midst of all this sunshine. There's a lot of things that has us not sleeping at night. Hence why I'm still up at 1130 at night. There are so many things that linger around every single day. And God's like, Catalina, just be like the girls. Like just plan for the dream, plan for the things that give you joy, plan for the things that are so positive about this change, the things that get you excited, the things that make you smile um, about 
this particular stage, even though, even though there are so many clouds around, even though the reality of the situation is, hey, you know what, this isn't as smooth as what we would have liked. Um, there's so many things that, you know, you feel like pulling the plug. Like we honestly feel like every week we're like, let's just not go. Um, let's, let's just do whatever we need to do, whether that's go back to homeschooling or, um, whatever it is. And then there's so many voices. There's so many people, um, that like, you really want to move? Like you really want to go to New South? Like there's just so many things. Um, we literally had some people just over here just this afternoon. Um, they were looking at our house for someone who's interested in maybe buying it. Um, and they were like, why would you be leaving like the country why would you be leaving the bush for a school like and and trust me I've asked myself that same question Stevie has asked himself that same question we're like really what are we doing like what are we doing going back to well we would say the city um why are we going back to that kind of stuff just for a school like is the alternative homeschooling like oh there's just so many so on top of that on top of the own clouds that we pull over the sunshine there's just additional voices that are around that are kind of doing the same thing. They're just putting more clouds. Even then, it's not so much that they're putting more clouds on this situation, but they're probably pointing out the clouds that we already know are there. Um, They're probably just highlighting the fact that, hey, you know what? The same things that you actually worry about, we think are valid reasons to be worried. But anyway... So as I've thought about this this whole afternoon, and then I guess as I've been trying to work out my own stuff, well, I've been trying to get to sleep since like eight. It was we went to bed at like eight thirty because we were just so tired from such a big day, um, and there was a lot of swimming and there was tons of sun and we were jumping off rocks and like we're just exhausted. And it was a walk there as well, so it's just we're just physically tired. So I think I'm just you know when you get to that point where like you're so overtired that you can't sleep. Anyway. So this passage came to me, um, it's found in Matthew 18, and um, it's when, it's, oh, let me read it, let me read it for you, because yeah, it's pretty clear, but anyway, I'm reading from the Amplified, so the Amplified gives you some extra descriptive words for um, much of the Bible verse, sorry, it just amplifies, that's why I called the Amplified version, okay, so verse 18, verse, chapter 18, verse 1, it says, at that time, the disciples came up and Jesus asks, who then really is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child to himself and put him in the midst of them and said, truly, I say to you, unless you repent, change, turn about and become like little children, trusting, lowly, loving and forgiving, you can never enter the kingdom of heaven at all. Whoever will humble himself, therefore, and become like this little child, trusting, lowly, loving, and forgiving, is greatest in the kingdom of God. And as I've, as I've thought about that particular verse, you know, like being like a child, having a faith like a child, um, having a mind like a child, I just thought of like the girls right now in that particular situation, and it really made me think, like, you know what? As I've reflected on my kids, like as I look at their personality, they're so forgiving. Like, trust me, like Stevie and I aren't, are definitely not the best parents. Um, where I would 
say we're slowly trying to get to like an ideal kind of parenting. Um, but they're so forgiving. They're so loving, even in our shortcomings. And there's lots of them, trust me. But they're so forgiving. They write me letters and they tell me how much they love me. They tell me that I'm the best mom. And I'm like, bro, like, trust me, I am far from the best. But, you know, I'm appreciative of the fact that they honestly, sincerely think I am the best. Um, they're just so forgiving. And as I read this passage this evening, just because I couldn't sleep, I was like, you know what? There comes a degree of trust and a degree of love and forgiveness. Like those particular words really stood out for me. But even that lowly, like a sense of like humility and being humble that comes from a child that God is like, please reflect that. Please live exactly like that. And for us in this particular season, like God's like, please, please, Catalina, have a childlike faith. Be like this little child. Because this particular season and the way that you respond, the way that you interact with everything that this season brings, the good and the bad, is literally setting you up for the heaven, like for the kingdom. It's setting you up for heaven. And that's really been heavy on my heart. Like the moment that I started being thankful for the caravan, but I honestly was like, God, why do we have to live in a caravan? Like, God, please, like, can we just have a house? Like, it doesn't have to be like a great house. It doesn't have to be a big house, but like, God, can it please just be a house? There was such of like this desire for what I wanted that I was so discontent with what I did have um, for many reasons. Um, but, you know, honestly, I really felt just recently that God is really calling to this, this childlike faith that trusts, that is humble, that is loving, and that's forgiving. Forgiving, you know, I don't know if how I'm finding it applicable in this particular um, application. Um, but yeah, it definitely has made me just be really aware of, hey, like, just be with God. Like, just trust God. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a good father. Like, he gives good gifts. He gives better gifts than, like, earthly parents that are sinful and selfish and greedy and proudful. God's like, I give even better gifts than that. So I've really been reflecting on that. And, you know, I really hope and pray that wherever you find yourself in this season, whatever 21 finished like, um, 2021 was great for me. I honestly will say um, from where I've come in the last few years, 21 was great. It was restful. It was peaceful. Um, there was a lot of stillness in 2021, which... I loved, um, I resigned from a lot of church roles. There was just a lot of time for nothing in the busyness of what it, my life has looked like at the moment when, you know, I'm in Bundaberg all day. So the stillness was always in Bundaberg, but then the busyness always was when, was always there when I came home. So there was a lot more room for me to be with myself value myself, respect myself, and enjoy myself. Yeah, like, yeah. 
I'm like, you know what, Catalina, like, yeah, we, we, we can hang out, we can hang out some more, um, where I've come from a place where I've always felt a need to be with people, to find that joy, to find that peace, to find that worth and that value, where now I'm like, honestly, like, I know what Jesus did for me, I know how much God loves me, like, I don't, I don't need that, um, but if you're 21, wasn't like that, I, I pray and hope that we can go into this year together, like the little children, who trust, who are humble, who are loving, and who are forgiving. May this year really help us to build that childlike faith, to really build everything that Jesus, that, that children saw that Jesus saw in children, everything that we see in children, however we see it, whether that's in, you know, a parent relationship, whether you work with kids, whether you're around kids, whether you know kids, maybe you just observe kids, um, whatever it is, let us learn from this particular principle that Jesus gave his disciples. Who's going to be the greatest? Like the specific question was, who's going to be the greatest? in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus is like the ones that are like children. The ones whose faith reflects the most of what the character of these children reflects each day. And I pray that that can be us. I pray that we can have that childlike faith. I pray that I can have that as I go through this particular season where there's just so much going on. Um, We have so much to learn from children. And Jesus used that as a perfect example to show who were going to be his disciples and how his disciples were going to be through all chapters of their life, through all seasons, they were going to have a faith like children. And that's my desire and and that's my hope. So that is my thought for this evening. Um, I just wanted to share with you about how God is really calling me personally to be like a little child in the way that I interact with him as my heavenly father, but also as how I interact with this particular season of my life where it seems like the clouds are just everywhere. But God's like, you know what? Just keep trusting, keep trusting. Um, And I pray to trust till the end. And I'm excited to share with you all whatever happens as we continue in um, this particular journey of moving into state and moving, um, yeah, into a new area and, and the ministry options that God will give us. Um, I'm really excited to share them with you as as they continue to, I guess, be... Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of options right now, but nothing is really settled in concrete. And so, yeah, as things start setting a bit more, I will let you know. I'll be looking forward to sharing um, those things with you. And so until then, my prayer, my hope, and my desire is that you stay warm in God's love, that you stay cool for Jesus' name, and may the Holy Spirit continue to guide you to have a childlike faith and to learn from the spirit that children have, not only towards their parents, but also just in the simplicity of dreaming big and not trying to, you know, find clouds um, and, yeah... I guess, sabotage their own dreams and their own things that that God is placing on their hearts. May this new year 
be a year in which we can dream big and trust that God will fulfill the things that are meant for us. Um, and anything that doesn't come along, let's trust also that they just weren't meant for us. All right. So until next week, I will see you. I will see you and chat with you wherever I join you. All right. See you.